Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Katie on the Flip Side, the podcast. For those of y'all who are listening on the podcast to the audio, I'm actually recording this episode and uploading it to YouTube as well. So there's a video going. Um, it's making me a little bit nervous, <laughs> like I've never been in front of a video before or something. But um, yeah, it's a little different this time. I'm doing that. So uh, if there's anything, you know, random and distracting, it might be me fiddling with that. But if you guys are interested in watching the visual of this audio podcast, you can head over to my YouTube channel, Katie on the flip side and see it there. I also have uploaded all of the audio from the previous five podcasts about the codependency red flags. Those are also uploaded on my YouTube channel. Um, there's just not video for that because I wasn't video recording prior to now. So anyways, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, today, I'm talking about number six in the codependent red flag series that I started back in December. And um, so five to go counting this one. I have 10 things that I'm talking to you guys about that have to do with the things that I've been working on overcoming as I've been dealing with um, the codependency recovery as I kind of discovered that, what was it, two years ago or so. Um, maybe a year and a half ago and kind of started on the path to changing that. Um, some things that as I realized, I was like, whoa, holy crap, that's so me. Um, that's so what I do or, you know, the way that I think about things. So, um, anyways, <laughs> I'm getting distracted. Sorry, I'm looking at the video going like, is the time okay? Is it running out? Is it focused? I'll try not to worry about that because I do just want to keep this like as straightforward as I can be. Um, I had said to the folks in the YouTube video beforehand that I feel like the reason I've never videoed it is because I get too like worried about what I'm like looking at or looking like or how I'm talking or whatever. Anyways, I'm just going to try to pretend like this camera isn't even in here and I'm just going to talk to y'all on the podcast. Okay. So anyways, the previous ones that I talked about, um, one through five, you can go back and listen to if you would like. I've talked a little bit about giving advice, rescuing or helping without being asked or, um, you know, kind of feeling the need to fix other people, other people's situations. Um, the second thing I talked about was worrying about other people's opinions and then the extreme anxiety that I was feeling when somebody disapproves of me or questions me. Um, also talked about number three was starting to feel responsible for managing other people's feelings and emotions and behavior, um, allowing other people's situations or behaviors to affect my mood and my feelings about myself. Um, I also talked about starting to look to other people to help regulate my feelings instead of finding ways to self-regulate, getting upset when other people aren't meeting my needs. Um, and this one, this was the last podcast I did and it was probably the number one thing that has changed my life in the last year and a half. Um, realizing that it was the biggest one for me, the one that's kind of changed my life around the most. My perspective allowed me to be more happy, feel more happiness, more self-acceptance, self-love and all of that. Um, it was a really big, important one. It's one that I also still struggle with when I'm struggling. If I'm having a rough time emotionally or, um, mentally or whatever, that's the first thing that I find will start to slip. So 
I feel like that was a very important one. Um, if you want to check it out, you can go listen to it. It was uh, number five. Um, and I kind of did them out of order. So I also have another one that I did prior to that on starting to give in or compromising after saying no or saying yes when I mean no, neglecting my needs for somebody else's and all the th- those things. So that's kind of a little rundown of where we've been so far. Um, today I wanted to talk about not saying what I really mean or not sharing my thoughts or my needs at all. Um, not acting like my true self for fear of being judged or being perceived as not good enough, feeling like I'm not good enough. Um, I'm also not a very concise person. (laughs) So I tried to come up with a way to say like exactly what I was going to talk about in a concise way, but I'm like, it really is all of those things. Like it covers all of those things. So I just kind of wanted to go through and, um, talk about them a little bit. I think this is something that I've heard other people mention struggling with as far as like, not sharing your thoughts or your needs or feeling like you can't tell somebody that you need help or you need them to, you know, not do X, Y, and Z or do X, Y, and Z. It's kind of along with the whole setting boundaries thing. Um, but it also goes along with not acting as your true self, not accepting your own self and then being able to, um, portray your true self because you're, you're trying to kind of act like somebody you're not because you feel like other people want you to. Um, let me just kind of give some of the examples. So for example, for me on social media, I know it's something that probably applies to anybody who posts pictures or shares your life on, um, Instagram or Facebook or whatever with your family and friends, whether you're a like influencer with tons of followers or not. Um, it, it can affect anybody. So for me on social, it comes across or like this, this issue comes out as not, um, posting certain things because of what other people would think, whether it's something that I just think is funny or whether I think it's something that people will judge me for. So I tend to be like, I don't know. I think of myself as kind of like a nerdy, weird person, you know, um, that's just kind of who I am. And I laugh at things that other people think were stupid or what else, whatever else. And it's, that's not something that I should feel ashamed of. If it's something that I want to post because I have an opinion on it, or I think it's funny or whatever, if nobody else thinks it's funny, then who cares, you know? And I think it definitely comes across as, questioning myself and being like, oh, I'm not going to post that. Like, you know, the quality of the picture didn't turn out good enough or I don't really have anything important to say or I do have something that I really want to say, but I don't think people are going to agree with me. So for a long time, um, the stuff that I'm sharing about now, I definitely would not have shared about because my main concern at the time would have been that how people were going to interpret it. Like, are people going to interpret this as I'm trying to like hint at the fact that somebody else has, you know, needs to work on these things or that somebody else has done X, Y, and Z to me. And I'm trying to like, what's, what did they used to call it? Subtweet on Twitter when people would post like a, a a thing that was directed at somebody, but they didn't actually mention their names. They'd be like, oh, I sure wish some people would like call if they're running late instead of just not coming or something. Um, But you don't really say who it's about. So if you 
if you want, if I want to post something and somebody wants to interpret it as that, then one thing I've realized is that is their issue, not mine. It's not my responsibility to determine how people are going to interpret something. Um, I feel like I tend to over explain myself or justify things or feel like I have to put in like disclaimers about something. Um, and that's, you know, it's not necessary. I don't think it's a bad thing if I end up doing that. But I do, I have come to accept the fact that it's not necessary. Um, I don't have to make excuses for why something isn't perfect or, you know, why I'm sharing what I'm sharing. So um, something I've had to remember for myself is I am who I am and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. So that was kind of a hard one to accept because I guess I've just always felt like, my worth was based on what other people thought of me. And so a big part of this for me has been overcoming that and realizing that my worth is not based on what other people think of me. My worth is based on my perception of myself and what I know to be the truth. If somebody interprets something that I say as being rude or judgmental or whatever else, and that is not how I intended it, um, that that's their interpretation. I, I'm not responsible for that. Of course, there have been times when if I do say something and it seems to have come across as like people are like, oh my gosh, you were like totally like down, down in on somebody who did, you know, didn't put their kids in school or, you know, something like that. Then it's like, it's okay to say, you know, um, that's how you interpreted it, but that's not how I intended it, you know. I think that's okay, but um, that's kind of part of it and kind of getting past that. But another part of it is I think I was focusing more on, and we all tend to focus more on the negative than the positive. So there can be a hundred positive comments and then there can be one negative comment and we'll hold on to that one. I know, um, especially in the social influencer space, it's so easy to do that. It's so easy to look at the comments and then read the one person that's like, I can't believe you're telling us this stuff and you're sharing way too much information or you should never have bought this and you spent too much money on that when other people are being supportive and positive. And there's a couple things there. One is, first of all, that person doesn't get to determine what decisions you made in your life and whether they were good decisions or bad decisions. Um, second of all, they may have their own issues and that's not your responsibility of how they interpreted it. Maybe to them, your decision seems like it was bad, but they don't know your whole story. They don't live in your house. They don't live in your body. They don't live in your life and they don't get to make the decisions on the decisions that you make. And if they are judging it as something that is not good or whatever, um, maybe it's not for their personal situation. But you have to have enough confidence and value in your own worth and your own decisions to be able to still feel confident in that and know that like, okay, that person, let's just let them have their opinion. They do their thing and that's fine. Um, but for me, I've had to tell myself too that for every person who thinks something I share is stupid or thinks that something I think is funny is not funny or thinks that, you know, I'm posting too much about this or not enough about that. 
for every one person who thinks that, there's somebody else who will get something meaningful from it. So I share what I share and I talk about what I talk about that is way personal stuff. Um, a lot of things that many people would not want to share about. I talk about it because I don't want anybody else to be stuck where I've been stuck before. Um, I have had such an eye-opening experience over the past year and a half that I just want to be like, everybody, <laughs> don't get in this place. Don't allow yourself to be stuck. Whether it's about the debt stuff, whether it's about the marriage and relationship stuff, whether it's about my own perception of myself and being codependent and all of the stuff. Like I just, I know that I got so much help from reading or listening or watching things that other people had shared about their stories and how they'd overcome it that I was so thankful for. And so many things that I was like, wait, what? I don't have to be worried about what other people think. I don't have to decide what I'm going to wear based on what somebody who's at the party is going to think. Are you serious? Like life will go on if so-and-so at the party thinks that I have on stupid shoes. I mean, as dumb as that sounds to some of y'all who are super confident and have never struggled with this or never have grown up in a household where this is the norm, if you have not been in that environment or, um, you know, not had those thoughts, then you're like, how in the world did you ever think that that was like a, th a thing? But it's, it's like debilitating to a point when you become so consumed with it. So I just... If one person gets something helpful out of it, it's worth it to me. Um, regardless, if nobody gets anything out of it, nobody thinks any of it's good and nobody gets anything out of it, which I know isn't true because I've seen your messages, I've seen your comments, and um, it just like totally gives my heart joy when I see somebody say, oh my gosh, I had no idea and I'm so glad that I heard you talk about this. Um, not because it makes me feel like, oh, I'm so great. I'm so glad I shared this, but because I like genuinely want those people to know that that is not the only way to live. Like hearing somebody make that realization, it just makes me so happy to know that somebody else is on the road to finding their true self and being able to be confident in themselves. And, oh, it just, it makes me happy because it's clearly changed my life completely and allowed me to be able to enjoy my life again, enjoy my kids and my family and all of that. So, um, you know, if it doesn't mean anything to anybody else, even if it doesn't, then it's still important for me personally to share who I am and I shouldn't be ashamed or, um, hide who I am just because of what I'm worried that other people are going to think or how they're going to take what I'm saying. We're back and oh my goodness. Okay. So I talked about on social, um, sharing the things that I share. I also think that this is something that presents itself a lot, not sharing, you know, what I really mean, not acting as my true self in self-care or exercise. Um, self-care is something that I was never really taught and have learned a ton about in the past year. Um, 
growing up, it's always been about like giving and giving and giving as much of yourself as you can until you just literally can't until you crash. And I've just learned how important it is to kind of maintain self-care, maintain your own um, like physical, mental, emotional stability while you're still giving and doing and taking care of the things you need to take care of. Because if you're not taking care of yourself in the process, then you're not going to be able to give your best to the people that you're serving or helping or, um, I mean, your family, whoever it is, you're not also going to be able to give the best to yourself. So when I'm feeling run down, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, overcommitted, overstressed, I am going to feel terrible about myself because I'm going to feel exhausted. I'm going to feel worthless. I'm going to feel like I can't even think straight to talk to my kids or listen to the things they have to say. And so I've realized that that is so important. But in the same sense, I feel like, I don't know, I guess the way that this to me applies in this situation about um, not acting as my true self for fear of being judged or not being good enough is that self-care or exercise or physical health to me may be something different than it is to somebody else. So previously I would feel like, well, I can't exercise. I can't run or walk or go to the gym or whatever else because I'm not as good as the other people that are doing it. Well, so-and-so posts that they go running every single day. So I'm not even going to like try to go twice a week because I'm not, that's not, you know, I'm not good enough. I, if I'm going to be good at self-care and good at exercise, I'm going to need to do it all the time and every day and make sure that everything is balanced and wonderful. And I've come to realize that giving the best effort that I can each day is enough. Um, Making sure that I take note of, okay, I need some self-care. Like I need to take a minute and go like lay down for a minute and be by myself. Maybe I need to take a nap. Maybe I need to go for a walk. Maybe I need to say, hey, Cullen, I am not going to be able to make dinner tonight. Like I'm overwhelmed and I'm overstressed. Like, can you please help me? Um, And not feeling guilty about those things or telling the kids, you know, I'm not going to I really can't go like play chase with you right now, but I will sit here with you while you watch or while we watch a movie or I'll color with you or something like that. Um, Not feeling like it's I'm a bad mom or I'm a bad spouse or a bad whoever because I can't give everything. (laughs) Um, I think. I think I'm talking a little bit about two things. So I hope this isn't confusing because I'm talking about self-care as far as that goes, but I'm also talking about exercise um, and like eating healthy or whatever else. But I think for each person, you determine what enough is. You determine what's best. And I've found that the more I can kind of keep track of that, the less that I need like huge extended amounts of self-care. So previously when I would go and go and go and do and do and do and stay up all night and, um, you know, just trying to give too much without taking care of myself because I guess the perception, um, that some people have of, you know, taking care of yourself and exercising or, um, you know, taking a 
a couple hours to just like not do anything and just chill. Um, the perception that I have kind of had in my head throughout my life that that's just selfish and that's lazy. That is just so not true. And so giving and giving and giving until you can't give anymore, you end up crashing so hard that you require like a longer period of just like being done and not giving your best consistently across the board. Um, it even presents itself as being ill, like sick, literal sicknesses. Um, and I'm not talking about just like the celebrities you hear about that get admitted to the hospital for exhaustion or whatever else. I'm talking about like the people who are not taking good enough care of their bodies are the ones who are more likely to be sick all the time because your body just cannot, like it doesn't function the way it needs to when you're not taking care of it. Um, and there's a book that I keep hearing people talk about and I really, really want to listen to it or read it or whatever. Um, but I think it's called when the body says no or something like that. I probably should have, you know, double checked that reference before I talk to y'all about that. Um, but I'm going to look into it because I think it's really interesting. Um, but as far as like determining that for yourself, for me, I've realized that giving the best effort I can each day is enough. And I am the only one who can determine what my best is and what enough is. Um, I used to worry, like I would hear people say that and I would think, well, like if you're not basing it on what other people are doing or what the kind of standard is for how much you should run or how much you should exercise or um, how much you should sleep. If you're not basing it on that standard, then that's going to give me an excuse to be lazy because then I'll be like every day, I'll be like, well, sorry, I just couldn't do anything today. But I've learned that once I release the like thought process that it's based on what other people think about me, the more I'm actually responsible for it. So it forces me to take a look inside myself and truly examine myself, start to recognize honestly when I'm not giving enough and to become more in touch with myself and know, okay, I can, I realized that I probably could have tried a little harder. I could have played a little harder, you know, done a little bit more instead of just scrolling through my phone. Um, I'm able to recognize that honestly without judging myself um, but I'm also able to allow myself a little bit of grace and start over. And that is the process that I've been going through of learning what is my best, what is enough. Um, because sometimes starting over when you start to, or I guess I'll talk for myself, but I would imagine this is true for some other people too. When I start judging myself for the fact that there's nights when it's been a crazy day, especially lately with selling our house and running in and out for showings and having to make it look like we don't actually live in our house when we do and, you know, all of that stuff. There are days when it is just like, I'm just done, like mentally and physically, sometimes more physically, sometimes more mentally done. And we'll just completely leave the kitchen, dishes, food from dinner in the sink, like just leave it and have to walk out and be like, I'm, I'm going to have to just go to bed and not allow myself to think I'm so lazy. Like I'm a terrible person. I know I'm awful, but I'm just going to leave all the stuff in the sink. That makes me awful. No, sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes it's necessary to do that. And I have to make the decision for myself of like, 
what is going to be most beneficial for me? Is it most beneficial for me to take another 30 minutes and stay up and do this or get 30 minutes more sleep? Um, And I think for me, the justification in my head most of the time is that it's not going to just take me 30 minutes. If I'm exhausted and like mentally drained, I'm going to be slow and I'm going to be poking around and I'm going to be even more frustrated. It's going to take longer than that. I'm going to get less sleep and I'll wake up the next morning and be even more exhausted. Um, So an example like that is just kind of shows how the next day I will wake up and start over and say, I realize, you know, that was a really bad decision. Like now my day is starting off all hectic and crazy. And I wish I had just cleaned up the kitchen so I didn't have to start off the day like this. Okay. Well then instead of telling myself, see, I told you you were an idiot. God, you're stupid. Why did you just go to bed? Like you should have just cleaned up. You're trying to get better about this. And you, you know, didn't do what you said you were going to do. Instead of saying that, that I previously would, I can say, well, dang, that didn't work out as well as I thought. I thought that would be the most helpful thing for me, but you know, I still ended up staying up late because I got in bed and was scrolling through Facebook on my phone and still didn't get enough sleep. And now I'm pissed off that there's dishes in the sink when I woke up. So I'll remember that next time. And next time I'll make a different decision. So not judging yourself becomes more important than what other people are going to think. Um, so to me, I used to worry more about like, you know, what would the people on the internet think if they knew that I've been talking all about keeping our house clean and doing all this stuff. And then I left the kitchen a complete mess. It doesn't matter what people on the internet think like that's fine if they have an opinion, but that doesn't just determine who I am or like why I'm, why what I gave that day was enough. Um, I feel like also too, it gets in my head of like, you know, what would my mom think? Because she feels really strongly about like cleaning up everything before you go to bed and doesn't like to leave a dirty sink. But that's something that I've had to get past too, of like the little voice in your head, whoever it may be that you hear saying how like, you know, that wasn't a good decision or they would have done it differently or whatever else. That little voice of whoever it is, you have to get past that because they are not you. Um, They do not live in your house, even if it is your husband who does live in your house and that's the way that they feel about it. You have to feel confident and justified in your own decision based on what you know you need at the moment. Um, You know, obviously you have to consider other people living in the house and consider all of those things, but you have to allow the only opinion that matters about those decisions that you make to be your own. And I just really, really, really would hear people saying this before. And I was just like, I feel like that would mean I'd let myself not clean up the kitchen every single night. But it's just so not true. When your perspective starts to switch and you're looking inside yourself for being the person who is determining your best um, and what you're doing for yourself, you're going to actually like want to maybe clean up the kitchen the next time because you realize that for you personally, it didn't feel good to have a messy kitchen in the morning. It's not because you felt guilt because somebody like judged you for it. That's not a good enough motivation to make you do it the next time. It's because you realize you're doing what's best for your mental and physical and like household stability. Um, it's just amazing the change that starts to happen as you start seeing things from that perspective, um, which goes back to the whole thing from the beginning of trust yourself. Um, you have to trust yourself like that's if that's a decision that you're making, you have to make it 
based on what you know that you need and what you know is best for you. And I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot here, but I'm like, I just, I feel like it needs to be heard again. Like, I feel like I need to just say it again, because if you have never accepted this mindset for yourself, it's a weird thing to think about. And it's something that you kind of have to hear over and over again in order to accept it and to kind of start releasing the value of other people's opinions regarding decisions that you make for yourself and your family that do not affect those other people in any way. Um, I think some people get a little bit offended by the whole, like, you shouldn't worry about other people's opinions because they're like, well, you do have to think about other people and you do have to be considerate of other people. But in this particular situation, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not saying that you shouldn't consider other people's opinions. I'm saying in situations where the people that you're worried about their opinions, when their opinions literally like it does not matter to anybody else in the world if the dishes are in my sink the next morning other than me and Cullen, um, maybe my kids, but they don't even, they're not even tall enough to see in the sink. <laughs> so it literally only matters to us. So what um, you on the internet or on listening to this podcast might think about that, what my mom might think about, what Aunt Susie Joe down the street might think about that um, does not matter. Like it's, it's weird to even think that I ever thought that it did, but it doesn't. Um, and it's, it's just incredibly freeing to start living your life in that different way. Um, doesn't mean you don't love those other people. Doesn't mean you don't care about them or what their feelings are. It's just that their your worth on how you did the dishes doesn't matter what somebody else thinks. Um, I don't know. I feel, I feel really strongly about this because it's something that's been so big for me in changing my life and being able to like actually feel like a grown ass adult is what Cullen and I say all the time. I'm like, you're a grown ass man. And that used to be his excuse to me of why, like he couldn't do certain things. I'm a grown ass man. I can do what I want to do, but it's so true. Like you, you're, you're not a little kid anymore. You're not being told to clean your room because it matters in your household because you're living with your whole family. You're a grown ass adult and you can decide all the things that affect your own life. Um, okay. <laughs> so moving on, <laughs> moving on from that. Um, okay, hold on. Let me restart this video. This video camera that I'm using, um, for those of y'all listening on the podcast, it only records for like 15 minute increments at a time. So I have to start it and restop. I mean, stop it and restart it. Anyways. Um, whew, let's see. Goodness. I got on a little, a little rant there. So <laughs> I think that's mostly what I have to say about this. Um, basically just allowing yourself to be who you are, share what you want to share because it is who you are and who you are is who God made you to be. He made you that way because that's that's you. That's who you are. He didn't expect you to be somebody else, to act a different way because somebody else thinks you should. You are who you are for a reason and you allowing yourself to be that person and not try to be somebody else could completely change your life. And who knows, it might change other people's lives as they begin to see who you are and begin to develop a relationship with the true you. 
um, which I feel like for us lately has been something that Cullen and I have really come back around to um, being our true selves again. Uh, and that's, it's just, it's incredible and it's an amazing thing. I want everybody to be able to experience it if this is something you're struggling with. So, um, that is it for today. Thank you guys all for listening to me rant and ramble on things that sometimes I feel like I have a hard time putting them into words because in my head, they make so much sense. And that's kind of been part of my whole process as I get a concept in my head that I get, like I totally get it deep down in my soul but getting it out of my mouth in a way that makes sense and isn't just all over the place is kind of difficult. So I hope this was um, something that you guys got something out of. I hope you enjoyed seeing the video version of this. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, it's super helpful for me when you rate the podcast and leave a review. That's the way that podcasts kind of... Um, are able to be shared more there. What's the word I'm looking for? Like that's kind of how, I don't know, podcasts are different than YouTube and it's a whole different thing. Anyways, that's helpful. <laughs> so if you enjoyed the podcast, if you've enjoyed listening to these, um, please give it a little number of stars that you feel it deserves and a rating and a, I mean a review. Gosh, my brain already is so confusing. But if you're listening, if, you, if you're listening and watching on YouTube, feel free to leave me some comments. I will be able to like respond and interact with you guys there. And I'm excited about that. So thank you guys so much. I will be back next time with number seven in the list about questioning my own feelings, beliefs, plans, or goals because they're not the same as somebody else's. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.